0: Hello and welcome to our podcast Inside SAP S4 HANA. There is no customer success without product success and project success. You're listening to episode 68 and our topic for today is localization with SAP S4 HANA. It's no secret that regulations are constantly emerging and evolving worldwide and this is why localization is definitely a must-have for enterprises having to adhere to these mandates. I guess I don't exaggerate if I say that localization with SAP S4HANA provides regulatory relief for enterprises which want to succeed locally while at the same time having to compete globally. So if you want to know why localization is becoming increasingly important, what is part of localization with SAP S4HANA and how to handle unique localization requirements, you should definitely listen to this episode. I'm your host today, and my name is Katrin Deisner. I've been with SAP for 19 years now, and I'm a product manager for S4HANA for governance, risk, and compliance topics. And today, I have the pleasure to be joined by an absolute expert when it comes to localization, Sadaf Shakil, chief product owner from SAP Globalization Services. Warm welcome, Sadaf.
1: Hi, Katrin. Thanks for having me here. Now, Sadaf, before we
0: dive into the world of localization with S4HANA, can you tell us a bit about your role in SAP Globalization Services?
1: Sure. Uh, I'm a chief product owner heading globalization of SAP S4HANA across its deployment options. So this means on-premise, private edition, and definitely S4HANA public cloud. So, it's my responsibility to define the vision for Esperana localization, both short term and mid term. And then, of course, it's also my responsibility to define and drive the portfolio of standard localization as well as localization extensibility. And I'm lucky that I really don't have to do this alone. I have a great team of experts in SAP globalization services located across the world to be closer to the customers, to be closer to the mandates, and then we drive this together. And of course, I'm supported by our globalization services leadership team in everything that we do.
0: Perfect. Thanks. And apart from your professional role, what is something personal that you would like to share with us today? (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's a good question. Um, so there are two things that keep me super busy. One is of course s 4 localization. And uh, I think we'll be talking a lot about that in the next few minutes. And the next thing is actually my two-year-old daughter who gets the highest priority, I would say. So it's really fun uh, watching her grow in this virtual work, uh, work from home setup. Uh, and it's even more fun seeing her trying to imitate me and saying forhana in her baby accent. So let's see if she gives us a surprise appearance in the next minutes while we talk. You you might have a, a another co-speaker then with me there. Oh,
0: okay, that sounds great. Yeah, good idea. Yeah. Um, and I also still vividly remember what was life like when my sons now nine and 11 were at that age. Um, we had to make lots of changes regarding the order within the house to make sure they don't hurt themselves when running around and like grabbing everything they could get hold of. So, yeah, I, I think this, you could call that also a kind of localization, right? A kid-specific <laughs> That's specific localization. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, so this was already a transition to the actual topic of the podcast localization with Esfahana. And um, we all know localization has always been an absolutely fundamental topic for enterprises. And from SAP's perspective, of course, meeting country-specific requirements has always been a key strength, I would say, of our software. Um, Sadaf, can you please explain to us what is different
1: nowadays to compared to what it used to be like in the past? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, what is different today is the fact that enterprises must navigate within a very challenging business environment with many factors outside their sphere of influence and much more than ever. So let's talk about a few facts which I read in the reports recently. 77% of CEOs reported that the pandemic, COVID-19, accelerated their digital transformation plans. What we see today is like a 500% increase in e-governance-related volumes from 2018 to 2025. I also read in one of the recent reports that more than 80% of large companies will spend millions of dollars to comply with new digital tax filing requirements over the next years. In addition to all of this, we face increasing geopolitical disruptions and a global pandemic that just doesn't get over. All this, of course, drives change in customer behavior and it shifts how global supply chains are set up and thus, create a, and thus creates a need for reskilling, of course. And then on top of all of this, we see that the governments at the same time are digitizing and continuing to implement ever evolving sets of regulatory laws, which enterprises must comply with. So to answer your question, Catherine, you are right. Customers have always needed localization, but the difference nowadays is the speed at which new business models are growing and the speed at which enterprises need to adapt to the changing environment. And this is exactly where SAP S4HANA and especially S4HANA Cloud can help, not only by providing localization, but rather by offering regulatory relief as a service in order to enable enterprises to scale their businesses and to let them focus on their strategic differentiators.
0: Mm -hmm. I I see. And due to these trends and their impact on localization, enterprises are really facing a very challenging situation nowadays. Well, I very much like the picture of regulatory relief as a service that you just used. Can you explain to us in more detail what localization actually means and how S4HANA can provide this relief
1: to customers? Yeah, let's talk about larger enterprises. So larger enterprises typically operate in several countries across the world. And uh, as the pace of change and volume of regulations in in all of these different countries uh, keep growing, these changes can be overwhelming for businesses operating in multiple countries. And that's why it becomes fundamental that they deploy localized software solutions that enable businesses to stay compliant locally and succeed globally. So, basically, in a nutshell, uh, if you want to understand localization, I mean, localization in software means adapting a global solution to the business practices, regulations, and legal requirements of the countries and regions so that enterprises can conduct their business operations in accordance with corresponding regulations in these countries. I mean, we could also call it globalization. So, what... Uh, What does that mean for SAP S4HANA concretely? Uh, Well, for on-premise and private cloud, we provide today out-of-the-box localization for SAP S4HANA, enabling business operations in 64 countries. For S4HANA public cloud, we we provide 43 local versions at the moment. And I'm very happy to tell you that we have extended the roadmap of SAP S4HANA public cloud, and we have plans to deliver 16 additional standard local versions starting already from the, the third quarter of this year. What is also very important to mention is that thanks to the pre configured local content for core business processes available for the SAP delivered local versions, enterprises can immediately meet a wide range of local financial reporting standards, legal frameworks, tax calculations, and logistics scenarios such as eBay bill, stock transfer, custom forms, and so on by default. Oh, good. This
0: is definitely helpful for many customers. Yeah, thanks for illustrating, Sadaf. Now, after talking about these SAP-delivered local versions with Esfahana that you just mentioned, what about countries that we don't cover, or what about cases where a customer has a unique regional requirement, which is not part of the of a local version?
1: Uh, thanks for asking, Catherine. This is a very important aspect, of course. It's clear that enterprises will need more localization than what SAP can provide out of the box. So, localized software must also provide enterprises with the tools and means to adapt to business and region-specific requirements. With SAP S4HANA, both our customers and partners are enabled with localization extensibility so that they can address their unique requirements. This includes both the ability to build new local versions that SAP neither has delivered nor in the roadmap uh, for standard delivery, Or it could also be extending SAP-delivered local versions to meet additional requirements that each of them could have. For example, you know, statutory reporting for regional requirements is a very common, say, need that we see where customers might need additional reports than what SAP offers in standard.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, thanks for elaborating, Sadaf. Now, at the beginning of the podcast, we already briefly touched upon the topic of innovation. I would say that one of the main advantages of localization with s is that it really enables new business models across countries. Would you agree? And if so, could you maybe give a concrete example for us?
1: Yes, absolutely. Agree with you, Katrin. We continuously see enterprises innovating and establishing new business models in the market. Uh, Let me take an example for us to understand better. And that's around business models built around subscription and usage-based scenarios. While implementing these business models, high volume and consumption businesses need to have processes in place to support multiple transactions involving multiple employees, customers, and even local authorities. And it's critical that each step of these business processes is transparent to all, all stakeholders and compliant with local regulations and mandates. And this is where SAP Billing and Revenue Innovation Management, uh, also known as BRIM, uh, helps um, to enable scalable digital business scenarios across countries and industries. So SAPs for HANA or even SAP S4 HANA Cloud, together with SAP Brim, um, we offer localized content and functionality to enable enterprises to operate in compliance with legal regulations for such uh, high-volume business scenarios. Okay, yeah,
0: very relevant example. Thanks, Sadaf. Um, I'm sure... Many of our customers will be delighted to hear this. Um, let me go back to the point that you mentioned earlier when we looked at the topic of the regulatory relief with s Could you please provide further information on this as well and maybe
1: also share an example here? Sure. Uh, we spoke about compliance. It's important to understand that compliance is critical And that compliance is not optional. And even more, compliance once achieved is definitely not compliance achieved forever. Yeah, I mean, that's how it is. That's life. And that's why we continuously update SAP solutions throughout their lifespan to reflect new and evolving regulations affecting business processes. Um, This is how we provide regulatory relief. That is both the legal changes in order to achieve compliance and also peace of mind to our customers that compliance is taken care of across the lifespan of the solution that they use. So, let me take a concrete example uh, again here. Um, So, I also spoke about uh, electronic invoicing um, earlier. So, there is we see an increasing number of countries with Electronic or e-invoicing or e- e-reporting mandates. Uh, just stating numbers, in 2014 there were eight countries, and now we have around 40 in 2021. So, and also if you if you talk to experts, the experts project, project an up to increase of 500 percent in e-governance related volumes from 2018 to 2025. Here we have a solution, a great solution called SAP Document and Reporting Compliance, which together with the rest of the localization that's part of SAP S 4 HANA, can be used to manage electronic invoicing, real-time reporting and statutory reporting regulations. Today, with SAP Document Reporting Compliance, we support 349 reports and scenarios across 54 countries and, 95, and 94 e-invoicing regulations worldwide which is quite a lot. And our customers can expand quickly into new countries as well as handle new mandates in existing countries using the same operational processes and, and expertise. And with all of this, our customers have the peace of mind because they know that SAP constantly monitors the continuously evolving regulations across the world and provides or keeps the obligations up to date with the ever evolving regulations. In SABS for HANA Cloud, the out of the box local versions are kept up to date by SAB for most of the regulations. This is a huge differentiator as compared to customers spending costs and keeping them up to date on their own.
0: Perfect. Thanks Sadaf. And uh, providing compliance over the complete lifespan of a product is definitely a huge regulatory relief for our customers. And it also clearly demonstrates how strategic localization is for SAP. Yeah. And having said this, we have already reached the end of the podcast. Yeah. It's amazing how time flies. Um, Dear podcast listeners, we hope you enjoyed this introductory podcast on localization. This is intended to be the first part in a series covering different localization topics in the future, also involving customers and partners sharing their experiences. Sadaf, thanks a ton for your great insights. It was a pleasure to have you.
1: It was a pleasure for me as well, Catherine. Thank you.
0: Yeah, and now um, goodbye Everyone, thanks for tuning in. Stay safe and don't miss out on the next episode of Inside SAP S4HANA.